Why do so many men die in their 50s and 60s? What's up, ho-lifers? Welcome to the Health Over Everything podcast. I'm Stephen Z. And I am SoCal Gula. Today, we have a somber subject to talk about, about why men pass away in their 50s and 60s. We have a major reason why we think so, and we'll talk about that a little later on, so stay tuned. But to begin, we're going to talk about stress. I think a lot of men do have a lot of extra stress, and I'm not saying that women don't, but men are providers, and women are kind of nurturers. But you know, women do live a lot longer. And the, one of the reasons I even bring this subject up is because I asked Twitter X um, a, a poll, and a lot of people actually asked the question, "Why do um, when did your parents pass away?" And a lot of people were saying their dad died in their 50s and their 60s, and their moms lived into their 70s or 80s or still alive right now. And that got me thinking about why are so many men dying in their 50s and 60s? So I wanted to talk about that. And maybe we could bring a little bit of light and share some knowledge and our thoughts so men could actually live a little bit longer and try to change our lives. But stress, I think, is a major issue. You know, we have to go out there and throughout all of human history, we had to go provide, right? That's our main sex role is go out there and get the food, provide for the family. Women are more nurturers, so maybe that makes them a little bit more calm and uh, um, in nature and stuff like that. They're more calm. They're more like loving and stuff like that. And men have to go out there and fight yeah, for you know, for resources in order to provide for them, their family, their their wife, their kids. And you know, that's multiple people and they're worried and stressed out about that a lot. And I know that's one of the reasons that my dad passed away and your dad passed away as well. So that's another thing. My dad passed away in his 60, uh, 66 and your dad passed away at what age was that? 53. 53. Yeah, pretty, so, pretty young. And why did your dad pass away? Because my dad, you know, he had heart disease and he passed away from a lot of stress. You know, he did eat bad and didn't exercise and stuff like that, which all accumulates. But mm -hmm. he did have a lot of stress. He worked long hours and always worried about the family. What happened with your dad made him pass away so early? I think for my dad, it was a combination of just poor diet. You know, he ate a lot of fast food, high sodium intake, never wanted to go to the doctors and uh, alcohol consumption. You know, yeah. I, I, I don't want to say he drank every day, but he drank pretty frequently. I think it was like his routine to come home from work and to unwind, have a little cocktail and, you know, kick back and watch some TV. And then on the weekends, he would just go hard, just drink pretty much all day. And he would just be in the garage working on his car. So I think drinking since he was probably 15 up until 53, you know, had that tickets toll on his liver. And, you know, sooner or later, the body's going to tap out. Yeah, and that's another major reason I think men pass away in their 50s and 60s, too, is because they do kind of consume a, a high amount of alcohol, high amount of like cigarettes is because mm -hmm. of the stress levels, you know, like they go out there and working. I know your dad was a single father. Um, yeah. Your mom passed away too from suicide, rest yeah. in peace. But, you know, he was a single father and that's a lot to deal with, you know, like yet you don't have that, that female there to like kind of bring you back to norm balance and whatever. And uh, yeah, so that, I think a lot of men have that, like they, they just so stressed out from work and just providing and just doing everything they can to provide for the family. So they end up, doing a lot of alcohol and cigarettes and stuff like that. And it could lead to them passing away as well. Yeah, that makes sense. I was also thinking too, which can uh, probably add to the stress is that as men, we're kind of taught at a young age to like, you know, boys don't cry, kind of keep your emotions in. It's like a sign of weakness. And I think over the time or over the years, that could develop into just a more stressful environment in your mind as an adult. Because you have all these feelings and things that you're dealing with, and you might feel like, why am I even feeling like this? Like, am I a little girl? Like, I shouldn't be sad. And almost feel like your feelings are invalid, and you can't express yourself because then you look weak. So you don't want to do it, so you just keep it all in. And I think just by holding on to all that, to all that baggage creates stress. It creates disease. You know, you're not happy. You're fighting with yourself. You're at war with yourself. And, you know, all those things could help or, you know, help add to the stress. Yes. Men definitely hold in all of their emotions pretty much. They don't, you know, a lot of men, I know like they hold it in because you're taught not to talk about yeah. your emotions. So that you kind of like escape your emotions through alcohol. You don't, you're not going to go talk to your girlfriend or your wife 
or your friends about your feelings. Like who does that? So what do you do? You go into um, bad lifestyle choices like smoking and doing drugs or something like that. And you kind of just weep in your sorrows silently and that builds yeah. up and it could really affect your emotional state and that affects inside of your body and and then you end up passing away and that could, it's a huge reason why. So as men, we need to actually reach out to each other and talk to each other. And if you have a friend, you know, go give them a hug. Don't, don't, don't think it's, you know, homosexual or something like that. <laughs> it's you're caring about your friend. You want us, we need to, we need to get each other to live longer. You know, we want to see our grandkids and stuff like that and our kids. Um, mm -hmm. grow old and we we want to see you as friends grow old and stuff like that so a lot of things is about just getting there and being having somebody to be there for you because a lot of men are alone and don't have their people that are there for them and that leads to that kind of stress levels and also um, substance abuse yeah yeah and i think too i think you know we're human as well and everybody's going to have their ups and downs in life and if you play, I think, close enough attention to your, you know, your male friends, you might notice the switch in their pattern where they're, you know, they're not posting on social media, they're not going out anymore, they're not texting back anymore. And I think those are kind of signs where you should check in on those people, you know what I mean? Maybe they're going through something, maybe they feel isolated, they want to be alone. But, you know, I personally think isolation could be good, you know, just to sort out your mind to a certain extent, but eventually you like, you need to get back out there. You need to be social because it helps bring you out of your funk instead of just dwelling on all this negativity or aspects of yourself that you want to change, just go out and let loose and not think about the problems for a little bit could be helpful. It might even help you relieve some of that stress and maybe even talk to a friend about it. They might have some insights or some advice they could give you to help you get through it. Yep. And then uh, another reason I would think too about why men could pass away so much earlier than women is because, you know, you know, we are fighters, you know, like, you know, a lot of times you, we want to test each other's medals or like you see someone trying to like, what, just try to take your girl from you or flirting with your girl and you want to go fight with them and, or someone trying to disrespect you. We have a lot of pride, you know, so that yeah. much pride, you, you get angry and you get angry and you get prideful and then you're elevating your stress levels, not only your stress levels, when you get really angry, what happens? You get a lot of cortisol spike. I think it is. You get a lot of adrenaline and you could feel it in your heart. Like not like I was um, getting in an argument one time with the foreman just recently. And I felt like my heart level was like, like feeling really weird for the next day or two, because I was just from that one argument of 10, 15 minutes of just yelling at each other. I probably wasn't that long, but just yelling at each other back and forth over something stupid on the job site. And he started yelling at me. I started yelling back at him. And we just started yelling at each other in each other's faces. And I see a lot of men do that. They get crazy. They don't like, they don't take no disrespect. They don't let someone, you know, stomp on their pride or something like that. And that could be a yeah. huge reason of why people over time, that puts a lot of effect on your, like your heart and just your arteries and things like that. And that could be like, women don't usually do that as much. They kind of like more calm. They might cry or like, let their emotions out in a different way than men do. And men, a lot more men are more angry. You see them like punching walls or something. And <laughs> yeah. uh, that definitely leads to a lot of um, internal damage, I believe over time. Yeah, I could see that. I definitely was a, a younger as a, as I was younger, I would freaking, uh, I'd be punching my skateboard. I was very physical. If I was pissed off, I would want to hit something yeah. I think, uh, you know, when you're younger, too, there's a, a sense of like machismo or like, I can't let this guy make me look like a bitch. Like, I got to stand up for myself. And, you know, there might be a time and place where, you know, that's necessary. But probably most of the time, no, it's like somebody hurt your feelings. They said something that hurt your ego. And, you know, you want to get in yeah. a fight. And, you know, that could end badly. Yep. Both parties, you know, you never know how yeah. the fight's going to end. You never know what somebody else is. uh capable or willing to do so yep and uh so we talked about stress and we talked about you know anger and getting prideful and that kind of leads to what we said in the beginning of what we thought the main one of the major reasons were why people die and that's women women are the number one reason that men die right we can end the podcast now it's women guys <laughs> yes yeah, so like we're there's a lot more information coming but yeah women yeah, a lot of men will tell you that if you go to a lot of men they will tell you straight up like oh like i'm i'm so stressed out because of my woman you know i'm, I'm fucking pissed off all the time because of my woman right and uh 
Yeah, they're crazy. And like, I would just want to bring up this subject I, I seen from uh, Dr. Jordan Peterson. He was yeah. saying that the reason why women could go so hard on a man and knowing that uh, and stress him out so much is because when a man does that, they know that like you could sock him. Like if I piss you off, I know that if I piss you off hard enough, you're going to sock me in the face, knock me out or whatever, you know? And as a woman, they, you're not supposed to hit a, you're not supposed to hit a woman. Like there are men that do that, unfortunately, but the rule is you don't touch a woman. They're um, not as strong. And what are they? So they know that a lot of women know that like this man's never going to hit me. He'll go hit the wall. He'll kick something. He'll go kick his car or something before he even touches me. So they press that limit so hard and they just go on you and press those buttons so much. And there's a lot of crazy women out there as well. They they throw, you know, tantrums or whatever. I don't know. You know, there's a lot of beautiful women out there, but they know that they could press your buttons and you can't. So you're now holding that anger in, and you're getting so angry, and they could do things to you another man won't because they know in the back of their mind that hey, you could lock me out, and a woman knows he's not gonna touch me. So that could yeah. bring hold that bring that anger into the men. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the females get to be like a little internet keyboard warrior, but in like in person, <laughs> face to face, I get to talk as much shit as I want. Yeah. You can't do anything about it. <laughs> Perfect uh, phrase right there. A little keyboard warrior. <laughs> that too. And, you know, maybe it's just not females. It probably is more so that the couple's not or the couple shouldn't be in the relationship together. Not yeah. everyone works out. You know, things are always good in the beginning. And as things start to fade away, you know, that honeymoon phase goes away, then you're left with the real you. <laughs> yeah. You're not you're not being extra nice, you're not being extra considerate, you're not being extra empathetic, all those things that you were in the beginning. So, you know, the relationship changes. And if you don't put any effort and work into it, you know, kind of crumbles away. And yes. And also I want to add like... a yeah, go ahead. I want to add a quote though. Yeah. To help you guys. People could only drive you crazy if you give them the keys. Just remember that if a girl's trying to push your buttons, or even a guy, for the females, females listening out there, like just don't let. I don't allow people to push my buttons because then that makes me feel like they won. It's like, oh, oh, you're trying to make me mad. I see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Well, what yeah. can I say to make you mad? <laughs> yep. I'm not going to be the one that gets riled up. Like I'll say something more, more freaking absurd and get you to get mad, uh, be mad. <laughs> and you know, it's kind of funny too. Sometimes like if someone's trying to press your buttons in a relationship and you're just like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to let it go over. Sometimes some people will actually, okay, he didn't get mad at that. Let me do something even more extreme. Oh, he didn't get (laughs) mad at that. Let me do something even more extreme. And they just keep going and going until they just finally make you snap. And that just, you know, that's happens a lot as well. But, you know, I think it's also results down to like what you're saying about the relationship is people need to work on themselves as well. If like I have a lot, a lot of uh, anger issues back when I was younger, I used to go and just destroy my room when I was all pissed off at something playing video games, not working right, just start breaking shit. And then I realized over time, like it was affecting me, like people would tell me I would get yelling at people so much on in the job sites. And they were telling me like, hey, you're gonna have a heart attack, you need to like calm down. Like, and I just got better and kind of figured out what triggered myself like and how to deal with it kind of let things go because if you just let things go sometimes for like you know, usually would just snap at somebody and they would send that energy back at me and then would go, start going at it if you just let it go five minutes later that that event has passed and it doesn't matter anymore now you're going to the next thing you might both know that okay it's kind of an annoying thing like i know he's annoyed but he didn't say anything to me and so i'm not gonna snap back and then it kind of goes away you can make a joke or something and just kind of like learn yourself and I think in, you know, obviously love is happens a lot in the beginning of your life, 15 years old, 17, 18, you know, and a lot of people don't know themselves as much. So that's why a lot of this anger issues happen. And then eventually, like, they don't never work on themselves. And they continue this pattern all the way into their 40s and 50s. And then they end up passing away from too much stress and too much anger inside of them that it fucks with their heart and fucks with their arteries and fucks with their, their body. And they end up passing away over a heart attack or stroke or something. Yep. I remember you telling me a story too about your brother uh stealing stuff from you. Yeah. <laughs> Would you share with the audience what you did so your brother couldn't break or uh couldn't steal any of your shit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, he would always take my stuff when I was younger, like I think some people have that too. But uh 
yeah, when he was younger, he went and took one of my things. So I just went in my room and I was just so pissed. I just started breaking every single thing I had and just started ripping like things up, breaking up against walls. Like, you want to steal this? Throw it against the wall and break it. You want to steal this? Throw it up against the wall and break it and just step on it and smash it. I'm like, now you can never take this. It's broken. <laughs> rip my shirt in half because, you know, my favorite shirt because he wanted to wear it. I'll rip it. I'll cut it up. And just, I was so mad. So, mm-hmm. and it was, you know, but I had to, I had to stop that anger or, or else, <laughs> you know, and I know I don't really get angry that much anymore. I get yeah. annoyed and stuff still too. And I kind of like, I could feel it, but getting in that furious, like super furious mode is mm-hmm. when it's really detrimental to your health. Yeah, I feel like I haven't had like a freaking a moment where I've exploded for a while too. But when I was younger, they were definitely more frequent and I would fucking just snap on the stupidest things and probably blow them up and make them bigger than they should have been. Yeah. And... You know, when you're younger, too, you don't have a lot of experience with emotional intelligence. Like, you don't know how to control your emotions because you haven't dealt with with, with it and nobody's taught you it. Yeah. So, if you or you know, when I was younger, anger would take control of me. It was like, sometimes I would get so mad that, like, once I got to a certain point, it was like, I wasn't me anymore. It was like the anger overrided me, and now it's taking the wheel and it's doing what it wants yes. to do. Yep. But... With practice and I think, you know, getting older and being more mature, you could kind of recognize like, oh, shit, like I could feel that anger boiling up so that, you know, that that's the first step is to be able to notice it. And then after that, you could kind of create a separation in it. Like, right, I'm getting mad. Let me let me take a break. Let me take a break and then calm yourself before the anger consumes you. It's, you know, I, yeah. I know for a fact it's a lot easier said than done, but, you know, you can work on it and get a little bit better. Like, yeah. I feel like than that, like you, you used to be a pretty angry guy, probably just like me, but you are <laughs> maybe not totally zen, but you're pretty chill now. Yeah, no, I'm pretty way more chill. And I think it's like growing up in a hostile environment too is bad for men because, you know, I had my boss, he's a man and he was crazy against me. Like, and my dad, he was, he had he didn't really ever fix his anger issues. So he was going crazy on me. So when I was younger, I had this kind of like toxic environment of just men around me, but they were just being men at the time. That's what it was known as just, we're just men. We're tough on people. And that's, you know, you don't want to be a little bitch and we're going to do this. And so I was kind of like, had to get in that mode in order to survive. And now that, you know, I'm not around any crazy people anymore. It's kind of like, now you could kind of take a step back as well and kind of chill and that kind of goes with the thing with the like, oh, women are our number one reason of death as men, because you're around some women are kind of crazy. And they're, you know, they're not all women, obviously, most of them are great, but a lot of them are kind of crazy. And then, you know, you're in that environment. So now you have to be on a different level emotionally. And that's when the anger and stress comes in. So if you kind of like, that's what I say, if people got to work on themselves, including the women, or their man needs to figure it out how to deal with them or trying to fix try to help them out with their anger as well because you're in this environment and mm-hmm. then you kind of have to be in that environment as well and that's kind of like right now i'm just like oh my boss stopped kind of they stopped being all crazy and then everyone around me i'm not around anymore that were crazy so now i'm kind of like hey you don't really need to be all crazy to survive you could just be chill now <laughs> and then that that's kind of like all those things like what we just talked about kind of lead to like the health risk of men you know um, obviously women have some of the things, but the facts are the facts. Like men do, they, everyone knows they die earlier and, uh, that, that because of things like heart disease, hypertension and cancer, and those all come from what we just talked about. So that's one main reason why men do die in their fifties and sixties. So kind of like look out for that kind of thing. And there's also some, um, life factors like we talked about, like poor diet. We didn't talk about yep. that, but lack of, you know, from smoking and drinking and stuff like that. Those are some life factors that we have because of the stress and the lifestyles and that we growing up with other men. But then there's also, you know, there's also other reasons why men die too, like along with that. And that's, um, you know, like you always see like on uh, social media too, about men dying from like, they're just doing stupid things. Like they have like two ladders on top of each other trying to like fix a light or something and they fall (laughs) off. And so this is why men die earlier than um, women. And just like, you know, that's just kind of funny. We're, you I know, think most... I've seen that one where it's like it looks like it's in a high rise and the guy has like a ladder. I think he's trying to hang up like an out like one of those uh, air conditioning units that hang outside your window, but it's uh-huh. like across a ladder and he's on this thing. I'm like, what the fuck? 
are you doing? <laughs> Personally, I wouldn't do that, but you know, it was a man in the in the media yeah. doing that. It was just crazy. <laughs> yeah, and like we said too, like women, like they so you hear on like these little dating, um, social media pages now, which I think it's just kind of a minority really of women. But they'll be like, oh men, they don't need, we don't need men and stuff. But yeah, you know, we built kind of the whole country. Like men go out there and do the most of the construction work and stuff like that. We're doing the we dangerous do the jobs. Job. Nobody wants. Yeah, to we're out on the boat in the middle of nowhere trying to catch fish we're out there running and burning buildings trying to save people and this is another reason why men die as a, a lot younger too because of these crazy things we do and we do crazy things you know women's are more of nurturers they're the ones with the family they're at home cooking um, taking care of the children and stuff like that keeping the whole thing together you know like glue yeah. doing the this is the majority of history nowadays it's kind of women are out there in the more in the force a little bit more but still yeah. men doing the crazy shit. Yeah. And a lot of us die prematurely because of those kind of things, working with machinery. That's not safe, you know, just doing crazy things like that. I mean, that's a huge reason. And most of those things happen, you know, before their fifties and sixties mm -hmm. uh, and, but they do happen in their fifties and sixties as well. And then that could be another reason why men die younger than women. Yeah. And also statistically, I don't know if, if this is jumping the topic too soon, but okay. men are more likely to commit suicide than females. Oh yeah, definitely. Yes. Like men, uh, you know, we, we do feel alone a lot, you know, like, and then like the world doesn't understand us sometimes and no one's really there for us a lot, especially I think even more nowadays. Um, yeah. you've seen all this stuff on social media of everyone have a perfect life or I hear a lot of men aren't having sex as much as they as older men and generations, because I don't know why there's cause maybe because of social media and the seclusion and isolation, but there's, you know, people yeah, I definitely feel like I was gonna say, I definitely feel like we are more isolated as a society, not just men, but everyone in general, you know, you don't have to go out to shop to grocery shop in person anymore. Everything you want, you could get on Amazon. So there's less human interaction, at least with certain groups of people, you know, I yeah. buy a lot of things on Amazon. I don't really like going out shopping in person just because this shit takes time. I could stay home and yeah. do it. <laughs> and then you got like... It could be beneficial to go out there and be social. And you got a lot of... Uh, you, that's where you usually would meet women or something like that and mm -hmm. feel love. But then you got a lot of people online basically saying that men are basically useless and worthless. So, you know, that's why a lot of them do commit suicide. And there's probably more reasons for it. I'm not an mm -hmm. expert, but men definitely do commit suicide a lot more. Maybe it's also because men are more prone to killing because most killing are is done for men. So you're more likely to kill yourself <laughs> than a woman would be. I think, I think it's because we have the balls to do it. <laughs> it's fucking around. We literally have balls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then like men go to war too. Like we have to do stuff. Yeah. So like the things we see and men see in war, a lot of men commit suicide because of that. They see some crazy things or have done some crazy things. And they just can't live with themselves after, or they, or they go fight for your country and they come home and see what people are saying about them. And then they end up taking their own lives as well. So yeah, that's a huge think, thing as well. I think what the suicide thing could kind of come from what we were talking about earlier is how men, or at least a lot of men feel like we can't express ourselves and, you know, we can't show emotion because it's a weakness. And, you know, mm -hmm. if you cry in front of your girl, she's going to leave you because she doesn't want to be with another girl you know, things like that. And, you know, we hear it over the years and years and years and years. And at a certain point, you just believe it. So we bottle everything up. And, you know, eventually, you know, the pain could get so bad that taking your life feels like it's the best answer. Like, I'd rather feel nothing than feel this much pain that I feel right now. Like, just end it. Yeah. Like, I'm done. I'm tapping yep. in, tapping out. <laughs> yeah. And also, and also in their 50s and 60s, too, like, that's when diseases start going along. And sometimes they're just like, you know what? I'm not going to suffer through this. Like, and they, like you say, they have the balls to do it. And they're just like, I ain't going to, oh, I got cancer. Like, let's say like Robin Williams, like, why did he commit suicide? He was so funny and had so much joy and bring so much joy to people. Well, he got some disease and maybe he just couldn't handle that disease. I don't know. But, yeah, yeah. you know, sometimes you're just in so much pain that you just end your life, you know? And like, you see like Chester from Lincoln Park, he did it as well. Like, why are these people doing this? Like, you know, this, yeah. you know, is there, is it because, other people weren't there for them or is it because they just have pain inside or maybe pain from a disease or, you know, like that's why we got to reach out to each other and just make sure we're okay and talk to each other here and there. Just say, how are you hanging in there? I'm here for you. Go, well, I'll come out and hang out with you or something because yeah. it, it could save someone's life. 
Dude, I remember my dad when I was younger, he would tell me, like, I don't want to grow up to be old. Like, I don't want to have to have someone wipe my ass and give me a shower. Yep. Like, like, that's no way to live. So I don't know if that's why he went so hard drinking and smoking cigarettes. I don't know if that's his was his goal. Like, I need to do this, so I'm not here forever. Like, I, maybe he thought that and, you know, probably not thinking I'm going to die when I'm 50. But he's like, yep. I don't want to make it till like 70. If I could live another 10, 15 years, like, cool. But yeah, my dad, my brothers say that too. They're always like, oh, um, I don't want someone to wipe my ass. Like the when I'm 90 or like something like that, saying like, basically saying, Oh, I'll smoke weed and I'll do this stuff. I'll eat bad and not exercise because I'm trying to live life. Like all it's taken the years that it's taken off my life is at the end of your life when somebody's wiping your ass and then they pass yeah. away and they're 66 and you're like, my dad passed away in 66. I'm like, wait, uh, you could have lived another 20 years at least before anyone. If you take care of yourself, your health span actually lasts longer. It's not like, you know, you can live longer. Like, yeah, if you're not taking care of yourself and exercising and keeping that muscle up and doing all this stuff. Yeah. Someone might wipe your ass when you're 90, but you know, most of the time it's going to be sixties or something. And it's just, you know, that's not the way to go. Yeah. And definitely eating better exercise, all that shit, not only is going to help you live longer, but it's going to make the quality of your life better as well. Yeah. Exactly. You yeah, don't so want to be old and not be able to walk or not be able to get out of your bed. Like that doesn't sound like fun to me either. That's depressing. Just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. And then like, you know, back to, jobs and stuff like you were talking to me once to me once about there's a or i think i was telling you uh, the guy like had one job he had to do it like twice a year just going all the way up to go oh, yeah. switch a light bulb just occupational hazards as well like men did construction as we talked about so if they're working construction they could get like concrete dust in their lungs they could get chalk dust in their lungs um the dirt the fumes you got methophilomia or whatever like chemicals they work with so they're working in a bunch of places um, even if you're like a a pest guy, a pest killer, like killing like insects and stuff, you're dealing with chemicals, and over yeah. time, all this stuff gets into your body and it gives you things like cancer and stuff like that that make you pass away when you're round up. Yeah, sixties or fifties, and uh, yeah, so that's another big reason why men because of the occupational hazards we have. Like we have a lot of occupational hazards, so there's a lot of risk for men of dying early, and that's why we do. And it's kind of that's a hard one because you're out there just trying to provide for your family, but mm -hmm. then you end up exposing yourself to toxins. Yeah. Too, and I think, you know, we have a little bit more information about everything. I think back in the day too, we, you know, people oh, yeah. doing those types of jobs, especially, you know, I'm thinking of like the roundup, we probably didn't know the extent of how bad the chemicals in mm -hmm. those uh, products were, but now we know. So, you know, I think uh, whoever made roundup again, sued, I remember seeing yeah. some guy yeah, and uh, and then you got a it was from the roundup. What's that movie? I got the black lung pup <laughs> with oh, Ben Stiller. Zoolander. Yeah, Zoolander. Like you know, we had we were doing in when industry first started, they didn't care. Like they're just but you know, we did have a, oh, we do have a lot more information now. And hopefully with technology, a lot more robots can do the more dangerous jobs that are filled with chemicals because they can't get cancer, right? Yeah. They're a robot. And uh you know, hopefully we do evolve a little bit better with technology so men don't have to be exposed to all that stuff and we are doing a lot better on that than we used to but we still like that is a reason why a lot of men did die and a lot yeah. earlier than women because of that shit <laughs> yeah and we're not saying either that females don't do these types of jobs at all but they you know it's just the way it is there are certain jobs that are just male dominated just like you know in nursing you know there's more females than there are men yeah there's gonna be it's jobs like that where it just kind of it, it is the way that it is you know yeah, it's like everyone That's wants to redefine like the gender roles and stuff nowadays. Mm -hmm. But, you know, men usually do hard work. They got the muscles and uh, women do the nurturing. That's just in their their genes. That's in their, you know, DNA. That's who they are. And uh, yes, there's yeah. going to be some women that want to try other things. Like one time I was in a construction and uh, um, a grocery line and some girl told me, you know, women could do construction as well. And I told her, yeah, of course they can, but a lot of them don't want to because do you like, let me see your hands. Do you want your hands to look like this? And I shot her my hands all dirty. Do you want your beautiful nails all messed up? No, you don't. And a lot of women don't. So it's just, yeah, you can do it. But when I, I've been working my job for 26 years and I've only seen a very, probably a few women out there 
actually doing like framing and stuff like that. Maybe one or two or three. Yeah, there has been women out there as foremans and superintendents, like not really foremans, the superintendents and stuff. They're out there as, as inspectors and stuff like that. But doing actual physical labor, there's not many of them doing it. You should have asked her to prove it. Yeah, come out here and hold the line. <laughs> come work with me for a month. <laughs> come carry this piece of wood. <laughs> yeah, like on, yeah, like I see these guys carrying six or seven pieces of two by fours on their on their shoulder. Let's see you do that. <laughs> I'm saying you can't. I'm just saying you're, it's not likely. You know, oh, you're see you don't want to. Yeah, yeah so. construction is a fucking hard job. You, you bust your ass, bro, and you're out in the sun, especially when you were younger. You would fucking just work like a work a damn holiday, fucking yeah. full sixty hours. Well, that's why we. Well, we might be getting off topic. I'm not even gonna say that. <laughs> I was okay. gonna say that's why you bought your house when you were 20 because you're a fucking workaholic. Working yeah, no, out. yeah, and that's but that's kind of on topic because that's what men do. They just sit there, you know. They have these goals. They want to like impress the women. Like most um, goals that men do is for women. They're trying to get a top-notch woman to, for their family or someone they're trying to impress them. You know, we're in competition with other men. We're trying to get yeah. the, the, the women. And that's why most men go, men go out there and do the things they do. That's why they go and like, Hey, watch me do this crazy thing. Let me go jump across this big old gap right here. And they end up falling because yeah. they're trying to impress that girl right there. Like, damn, look what he did. Or they're trying to like go work their ass off 24 seven so they could get the resources to be more attractive, you know, and then they end up getting the stress levels, you know, and that's just, you know, we're trying to get that chase, trying to get that woman, get that prize, you know? I'm wondering if it's more competition for men or females. Because I feel like for men, it's like, you know, we're trying to be the one that has more money, the guy that has more muscle, the guy that's better looking, the guy that has the bigger house. More material type stuff to kind of reel in the female. Yeah. I feel like the females don't necessarily are flaunting the money thing. They're flaunting their good looks. You know, yeah, maybe it's a different... ticket, the way they carry themselves. Yeah. You know, it's a different dynamic. Yeah, because we are providers. We have to provide for the family. Like when a woman gets pregnant, she can't go out there and do a lot of things. So now the man has to provide for a woman's going to get a man that provides. It's just science, you know, like they, they yeah. want a man that provides because they know that they're going to be pregnant. They're going to have to nurture the kid when it first comes out for a year or so before it gets actually maybe even more when it gets to walk on its own and stuff. So they, they know that they can't be doing the stuff they got to be they're nurturing. Right. So they need a man to know they need a man that they know can provide for them and their child because they can't do it or they can, but they're literally giving birth, you know? So it's like, okay, how am I going to eat today when I'm giving birth? You got to go out there and get food for yourself, me and the child and, and maybe even another child. And so that's why we always have to provide. And that's why that's our number one role. But women, you know, they obviously are, um, you know, they want to have kids. That's our um, main function in life. I would say like, they got to have kids, right? You know, like that's what they do. They're, they're baby makers. So they're obviously going to look good, you know, like they, that's their currency. It's just different kind of currency. And like a man's going to pick a woman over their looks. We're visual creatures. So they're trying, they're competing with each other with their looks and we're competing each other with, from resources. And that's just, and it balances out that way. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Cause they're, you know, like they're trying to get with their looks, you know, they're trying to get the best man and the best man is the one with the most resources <laughs> because no one cares what a man looks like. Right. You know, that's why like a lot of women want the six foot tall guys because they're okay, they're more capable of going and providing. You know, yeah. a little weak, a little weak fuck. You know, this guy's five foot and all weak. What's he gonna do? Is he gonna go out there and get a deer for me? Or is this guy that's tall gonna be able he's gonna be able to outrun him, outstrength him, and he's gonna get the food and the deer and you know, anything else that he needs. He's gonna yeah. he could literally just punk your ass and take your food from <laughs> you and then take it home to his family. I think I remember hearing something too, where it was like men don't get men or uh, men don't get muscles for women. They get it to, to let the other guys know that they could beat their ass. <laughs> yeah. It's like, cause you know, I'm sure some girls do like guys with big muscles, but they're the girls who are like, I don't care about your fucking muscles. Like, yep. I don't care yeah. about your six pack. That means nothing <laughs> to me. <laughs> but yeah. as a, and you see another guy with a six pack, you're like, all right, this guy's in shape. Uh, stay away from this guy. He might be able to fucking fuck me up. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so anyhow, back on topic. <laughs> um, yeah, men dying in their fifties and sixties, like you know, those are all the big things. There's you got the health risk and stuff like that, lifestyle factors. But uh, another, our last topic here is just the the delayed um, health screening. Men don't are more unex, not as likely to go screen for their health issues as women are. Like 
you know, we're health over everything. And my whole life, like I was always trying to be really healthy. Uh, not my whole life. What am I talking about? I never wanted to be healthy. I didn't care about <laughs> it really. I was always just skinny and kind of felt good. So I was just drinking and partying and having fun, not really caring about my health ever. And until yeah. I started getting older, started feeling some issues in my forties and stuff. And then I was just like saying to myself, like, you know what? I'll just wait until, um, I get healthy. Cause I started getting fatter and feeling bad. And I'm like, I don't need to go to the doctors now. Cause I already know what they're going to tell me. Stop drinking, stop smoking, start eating good. So that's what I, I just did. I'm like, okay, let's start eating good. Let's start exercising. Yeah. Let's start doing good. But I never went and got screening and now I'm skinny. So I still haven't got screened yet. And I'm 40 and you never got screened yet either. Have you? No, not yet. Yeah. So they say yeah, like, oh, so. they say men should get screened at like 45 for like colon cancer. Because there's a high likelihood that you could 90, 90% that you could survive colon cancer if you can check it early enough, but yeah. men don't, don't do it. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, why don't you guys do it? Is it I wonder if that goes into like that, uh, like the machismo thing. Cause my dad, he was stubborn as hell. I remember one time he cut his leg on the table, had my sister come like put a bandaid on it. That didn't work. She like tried gluing it and it kept opening and eventually he had to go in and get stitches. Yeah. He would never, he went to the hospital only because my sister said, I'm done yep. patching that thing up. You need stitches, go to the damn doctor and get that shit taken care of. Yeah. Other than that, like, you know, he would always grab his side. Like, like sometimes he'd be in pain and, and I know he's in pain, just like he'd be grabbing the side. And then after a while he would kind of really like, you know, I'm assuming it would go away cause he would stop, but he yeah. never went to the doctors for that shit. He would just kind of soak it up. And I don't, you know, I don't know what, what was going on in his brain, but he did not want to go to the doctors, you know? Maybe it's like a, you know, ignorance is bliss. And yeah, there's, I was just going to say that there's a billboard that everyone <laughs> like I seen walking by and it, it, it's like, it's on social media. You could search it, but it literally says that ignorance, the number one reason men die or something like that, because we're yeah. just so ignorant. We're just like, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. Or maybe it was stubbornness, <laughs> stubbornness, not ignorance. Yeah. Stubbornness. The number one reason people die. <laughs> You're like, I got this lump over here. I'll probably go away. <laughs> yeah. If it doesn't go away in like two months, uh, I'll go get it checked out. It's like, oh, now you only have a month to live. You should have checked it out yeah. two months ago. You would have survived. It's like a, another analogy is like, a, I'd rather have the beautiful lie instead of the ugly truth. Like, yeah. you, that's just so much easier to just hide your head in the sand and just pretend everything's okay instead of actually being confronted with like, oh, you have cancer and you have three months <laughs> to live if you don't make any lifestyle choices. Like, three months, you're probably going to die anyways, but the ignorance part like you know you just die without knowing yeah i have a friend i work with and he was saying yeah my my back was hurting and i told some girl i'm dating yeah my back hurts and she's like oh well when's the last time you went and got checked out it might it might be something serious like it might be cancer or something he's like why are you putting those thoughts in my head i probably just slept wrong and i was just like i asked him like why why don't you go get screened are you uh he's like because if i get screened then i might have something <laughs> i'm just like wait you might have something now. So it's like, even if you get, if you get screened or not, if you have it, you have it. And making like a it, lot he's of, making it seem like I got it because I got screened. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's funny too. Cause like, if you go get screened, which men are unlikely to do, you could catch it earlier. Like, okay. Like you might go get screened for colon cancer and they'd be like, Hey, you got cancer and you get scared as hell. Like I'm dead and you don't want that. But, but it are like, but good news is you got it screened early. There's a few polyps in there. We're just going to cut them out. Boom, you're done. It's not metastasized yet. And if it gets metastasized, if you don't go to get screened, next thing you know, you start pooping out blood or something. And then you're, you go in there and it's like, oh, well, you got colon cancer. It's, you know, you're not going to live that much longer because you didn't get it checked and it spread and metastasized to all the other spots. And another thing too is, uh, um, I was just reading this book and it was talking about, he had a friend in his early thirties, which is very unlikely to happen, like a heart attack in your thirties, you know, mm -hmm. but it was saying that he, he just like, Oh, let's go get screened just for fun. And like, let's get a calcium screen, which is like, they um, check out your arteries, see how much calcium is in it. And he had some rare thing where he had a bunch of calcium in there and he would have had a heart attack if he eventually very soon, if he didn't get checked. So, you know, that's a thing that you could do too. get a screen for calcium in your arteries, because then you can see if you're going to have a heart attack or not. But, you know, we preach this stuff and it's just funny because it's like, I need to go get my colon checked. I need to go get a calcium screen. We smoked a lot. Like, I wonder what my lungs look like. Yeah. And, you know, I smoked back in the day. I wonder what they look like. And uh, my liver's all right. <laughs> yeah. The, like we drink so much, you know, the liver can re repair itself. You know, a lot of things could help repair itself, but you never know. You Like a lot of times you can't feel this stuff until it's too late.
and men don't want to go get screened. Exactly. And that brings up a good point. What you said too is most of the time it's the women over there telling their man like, "Hey, you got to go do this." Because women yeah. go get, I don't know why women psychologically go get screened more than men, but a lot of times it's their women, their, their wife or something to say, he's like, I got this pain, I got this pain. And you're like, no, you're going. You're going, I don't yeah. give a fuck. You're going with me, I'm taking you. Or they just might be like, oh, we're going to go um, watch a movie, Let's jump in the car and take her to the and take him to the hospital. <laughs> you know? And like you're getting checked. But you know, like a lot of single people nowadays, they don't have that woman there and they just might live through it. And then next thing you know, they might be feeling chest pains. Like, oh, it's just acid reflex. And then the next morning they're dead because it's, it was a heart attack or something. Yeah. Yeah. The fucked up thing too, with a lot of these uh, diseases is that by the time you get symptoms, like it's already too late. Like you yeah. need to, catch it, like you're saying the colon cancer, if you catch it earlier, you have a 90% success rate of beating it. Yeah. But if you go too late. You're fucked. If you wait till you have a symptom, like chances are like, you know, you're not going to get the help that, you know, you think you want or the help that you want. Yep. Yeah, and I'm reading this in that book I'm reading as well. It says that um, out of all heart attacks for men, so like every man that has a heart attack, 25% of them happen before the age of 54. So if you're going to have a heart attack as a man, it's before the age of 54. And and then there's really no symptoms of having a heart attack sometimes. You know, you might have shortness of breath or something like that. You might have a pain down your arm, your left arm or something, but most of the time it's death. Like you just have a major heart attack and you're dead. And 25% of them happen before you're 54 and 50% of them happen before you're 65. So there you go. Like heart, heart disease and heart attacks are the number one killer in America. And 50% of them heart attacks happen with men before they're 65. You would think that like, you know, heart disease probably shouldn't even be part of the, the number one killer in America. It should be like number 10 in that book. It was saying, because if people went and get, got calcium screened, if people went and changed their lifestyle and started eating better, the processed foods and exercise more. Exercise is huge. Get that that yeah. get that cardio up and get that. You know, you don't do cardio for losing weight. You do it for heart and your lungs. Yeah. Be stronger. And if you did these things, you know, maybe it wouldn't be the number one killer. And maybe people would have still have heart attacks, but maybe they wouldn't have them till they're ninety. But they're having yeah. them. Fifty percent of them happen before you're ninety, uh, sixty-five years old as a man. That's just Easy. way too high. Yeah. So, so yeah. Anything else you want to add about like what other reasons you think men die earlier than women or die fifties and sixties? You know, we, this touches our heart a lot because, you know, both of our parents died before the age of 70 years before the age of 60, you know, and that's just way too young. Yeah, it is too young. Just think like your dad could have seen your, your grandkid, your kid that you have now. But he never got to meet him. And uh, my dad, yeah, yeah. I don't have kids yet. <laughs> if I ever do, he'll never see him for sure because he's already dead. But uh, it just, you know, huh? I've even told that to my fiance. Like, man, I was like, my dad would have loved Stevie. Like, Stevie yeah. would have loved my dad. But, you know, yep. it is what it is. This is the life I have. And, you know, honestly, I am happy the way everything worked out. I wouldn't change anything in the world for anything. I wouldn't bring my back or my dad back if I could. Because maybe if, you know, he lived and things would have happened differently, maybe, you know, I don't have my fiance, I don't have my son. Like, I love the life that I have now, yeah. and I wouldn't, wouldn't trade it for anything, so. Yeah, definitely. You don't want to trade anything for anything, but at the end of the day, we're just saying, like, as men now, mm -hmm. we're in our 40s. We're Me and you are both 40. You're turning 41 here soon. You know, men are dying in their 50s. Men are dying in their 60s. Well, you know, we need to make the changes now, like, when when you're younger, men die doing stupid things. They're doing they're on motorcycles, hauling ass. They're doing Racing extreme events. They're base jumping, and you know we didn't bring this up, but you know th there's so much pride that men have that they get in. They shoot people. They get shot. They get they get stabbed. You know by other people, other men, because they don't want to just walk away from somebody saying something or looking disrespecting them or something. And that's a huge reason people die as well. You know they might yeah. disrespect their woman instead of just be like, come on, girl, let's just. Let's just walk away, but they think, oh, my woman's going to think I'm a bitch. So then they go yeah. say something to the guy. Next thing you know, they get shot, they get stabbed. You know, so this is a lot that happens when you're younger. But then now as we're getting 40, some of our friends are dying or like a lot of young people too die of like overdose and stuff. That's a huge reason as well of yeah. doing drugs. That's most of our friends that died when we were younger died of either overdoses, um, doing stupid things like yeah. on an accident, like racing their car or motorcycles, overdoses or getting stabbed or shot or something like that. But now as we're getting older in our 40s, now you're starting to see people die of different things like stroke and, 
you know, as, and as we get older, what are they going to do? They're going to be dying of cancer and heart, heart attacks and stuff like that. So we're bringing this up because, you know, we don't want people to our friends and our family members to die in their fifties and sixties, you know, because you know how it is to miss, lose your dad. I know how it is to lose my dad. And you know, you want, you want to be around till 90. So whatever happens, your son will maybe be lucky enough to have a kid and you could see your grandson and play with them. And, you know, and he's yeah. not missing out on that part of life because that's a part of a huge part of life. That third, that third um, sector, you know, your first sector, you're young, then you got the middle life and you got your older life. And that's people say like kind of discount that part of life. Like it doesn't matter, but it's, it's big part of life and you want to be there and your family wants you to be there and your friends. Exactly. That is actually, you know, a big part of the reason why I stopped drinking is because I wanted to be be there for my son because yeah. you know my dad he passed early I didn't want to pass that kind of same painful trauma on to my son so I'm like you know it ends with me yeah and like exactly and a lot of things that you went through the trauma I seen and it was a lot of drinking excessively and stuff like that too because of the sorrow and sadness but now you look at you you're, you're getting your life on track and a lot of people don't get that second chance or they don't stop they just continue into that that bad lifestyle and it gets worse and worse and they spiral down yeah. and that's why we as friends and stuff and having this podcast here so you could reach out to people like that and try to help someone else so you know they don't spiral out of control maybe they just need that one little spark maybe they just need this podcast and listen to some of this and just to realize that spark in their life and like you know what i'm going to change because its power is within you to change and, yep. you know, the, the one important factor is just knowing that you can live to 90, you can turn your life around, like, you might feel like shit inside and out. And, but if you start making these changes, by eating better and exercising, and just being more positive, lowering your stress, being less prideful, and doing all this stuff like this, you could have a chance and it's going to be hard at first. And it feels like it's not working. But after a year, after two years, after three years, you start feeling your life, you're still getting older. You're still going to feel aches and pains. Yeah. You start, you start feeling better and you're like, oh man, maybe like I won't have a heart attack. Like I used to smoke and drink a lot and I would have yeah. a huge amount of uh, heartburn. And I was like, oh man, my heart, my chest is hurting. Now I don't get that as, you know, like, oh, now I, I feel better. Yeah. You know? I used to eat bad food and feel really bad. Now I, I eat good food and I don't feel bad. So yeah. that just signs that your body's telling you, like your body, your sign, your body is literally telling you, Hey, this is not good. And that's why they're giving you these signs. And once you start change, you'll realize those signs go away. Yeah. Same here. Freaking as I got older, like pizza, I get fucking mad heartburn with pizza. Now I cannot consume too much pizza. I don't really eat pizza. It's not really like a go-to thing, but every once yeah. in a while, like, I'll have a slice, but yeah, I love pizza. <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's not worth the heart, the heartburn. <laughs> like, what yeah. is this? Is this what happens when you get old? <laughs> I love all the bad foods and stuff too. Like I love hamburgers. It's you know, good. Like, I love fast food and all. I love pizza and ice cream and all stuff. But, you know, you got to just can't over, you know, maybe once a month or something, you know, like just try to, um, you know, like get it down and get it down less. You know, if you're doing it every day, try to just eat fast food once a week. If you just severely have to have it, just try to make better lifestyle choices. And that's just with that. I feel like all that shit, all the all the bad food tastes good, but makes you feel bad. Yes. At least, oh, at least for does. me, like it's very good for your taste buds, but yeah. like your your mental, your state of mind, you get brain fog, you feel sluggish, you feel yeah. just lethargic, lazy. Like yeah, and it leads to like Alzheimer's and stuff like that as well. Like excess sugar and stuff leads to Alzheimer's, and that's another reason why people end up dying, and just a bunch of different diseases. So yeah, and also another thing too is just reach out to your like a lot of men die and they're because of sadness and suicide and stuff like that and stress levels. So if someone, one of your friends is super sad or acting like give them a hug, like try to talk it out and give them, try to find some help. Or if they're angry, let them know like, Hey, anger is going to get you a, a, a early grave. Like try to figure that out. Like I know people that got so crazy on someone. They literally had a heart attack because they just got so crazy and like yelling at someone. So it's just like, try to get them like anger management. Like, Hey, try to figure out, go online and research or whatever figure yeah. out some resources and just figure out like how you can get that anger in control and make it like the forefront of your health journey. Yeah. Go hit it like a punching bag or some shit. I I've even seen like a, I can't remember where I saw it, but it was almost like a, a therapy where they would have people come in and break glass 
and just oh, the yeah. breaking of the glass made these smash people rooms. feel good. Yeah, so you go in there, you let it all out, and you feel better after. So if that's what you need to do, go do yeah. that, but you know, don't hurt yourself. <laughs> and a lot of uh, relief can come from like the just the gym, like just going to the gym yeah. can help you out a lot too. Because sometimes I'm sad, sometimes I'm mad, sometimes I'm angry or whatever. Go to the gym. You always feel good after. You don't even want to go. I'm like, I don't even want to go. I'm so, <laughs> yeah. mad, so but I just go and boom. Now I feel different. Re- releases endorphins in your mind, and it's something healthy for you. It's not like most most people, men that die early, they'll go and do that with cocaine or alcohol or something and then that releases endorphins as well but they're the bad kind like it's bad for you the gym it gives you a good thing just don't lift too heavy don't make sure you're doing it right so you're not injuring yourself and just go out there and run the treadmill for a little bit or like go lift some heavy weights and that will definitely release some endorphins you'll feel good after and it's healthy for you yeah go to the gym and lift all the weights yep all right so yeah so we just had this podcast like we're saying we're gonna end it here because we you know we're trying to help out the men out here. Yeah, you know, we're, we're our wives you know, as crazy as they are, sending us to other grave. They need us and they we want us. We love you, ladies. We joke. <laughs> we love you. We love all of you, beautiful ladies. And uh, you know, obviously the kids and the grandkids all want to see us, and our friends definitely. I, I wouldn't. I don't want to lose any of my friends out there. And we're getting older, and I see a lot of them that are not doing the right things. You know, and I just worry about them. Yeah. So yeah, send this a podcast to somebody else. Like and subscribe on YouTube, Spotify. You know, subscribe so they could pop up back in your feed again, so you don't miss no episodes. And share it with a friend to help them just open their mind and get a little bit of light in their life about certain different subject subjects that we talk about. We're gonna have interviews with other people, and yeah. So I'm just here to help help out and just talk about every situations, put health over everything. That's what we're all about here yep yep and me and aaron we've been through some shit too so you know we're not psychologists or anything but if you need someone to talk to feel free to shoot one of us a dm and you know we'll give you our advice you know like i said we're not a psychologist we're not experts or anything but there are some things that we've been through that may benefit you as well so you know i'm always willing to give information you know to those that are seeking and willing to hear what i have to say yes sir yep we're we're lifelong learners we love educating like what we through our experience and what we learn like we're we're not professionals at anything but you know we're just forever curious forever ready to learn trying to open our minds and just discuss because we need more discussion in this world more transparency more discussion and just open up to other people because that's how ideas get spread and that's how positive vibes and information to help us live longer and better happens because i learned a lot through a lot of you out there and a lot of people out there especially on my social media. So many of you are very smart and you guys, even if I say something wrong, you'll be like, Hey, no, it's like this. And boom, now I just learned something better. Guys, a little bit more insight, a little bit more wisdom. And that's all we're doing is spreading that shit. So that's all we're all about the whole life. Yeah. Living that whole life. All right, everybody. That's it for episode 24. I'm, um, I'm so Calgula. Keep living that whole life. I'm so Calgula. Now I'm Stephen (laughs) Z. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you guys. Peace out, everyone.